this is MFG Cast. here. I'm Kurt. Uh, Mike's on assignment on the planet Druidia talking to uh, President Scroob about the lack of Perrier. So looks like I'm solo today. With us today we've got a fantastic interview. We're talking with a couple of the guys that work on this awesome project called Balabards. I'm sorry I'm going to ruin your last name Alex but I'm going to try it. Go for it. Alex Jarzabinski. There you go. Yes. Nailed it. Woohoo. And I've got Mike, how do you say your last name? Uh, that would be Adams. Adams, okay, jeez. That's in the beer. Yeah, that one took me a long time to kind of, I was like, I don't know, is it Adams? Adams? I don't know. I, I just go with what I, Adams, great. It's, it's, per, it's pronounced Dumas. Oh. <laughs> nice. Alex, you're the auto director and GM of Battle Bards, and Mike, you're the creative head and co-community manager. All right. So, what exactly does that mean, Alex? You can go first. What does that mean? Sure, man. Um, so, I uh, typically work with the talent. I go through the creative briefs, which uh, kind of from, from start to finish to give you guys an idea of how long it takes to either work on a specific track with talent or like a sound effect pack. It's about fifty hours, and uh, start with kind of a concept that we want to get across or something that we want to add for audible content to the gaming community. So like a soundscape or an NPC interaction script or, or a piece of racially inspired or location inspired music kind of. So I have that goal in mind and then I delve into the source material. Typically right now it's uh, Pathfinder, D&D 3.5 or 5th edition, you know, so it's very fantasy medieval based. And then work with about a maybe a two, three page brief and then post that up to our uh, talent and basically have them audition. So one of the neat aspects of BattleBards is we don't just work with a limited repertoire of talent. We actually uh, put it out to bid each and every time, crowdsourcing, if you will, and that makes sure that we get I mean, we get the perfect pieces because it's we're not locked in to work with any specific uh, talent. Now, over time, we do tend to kind of build a roster of our key uh, talent players because they keep delivering just awesome stuff. So we just keep going back to these guys, and they tend to be shortlisted every time. Uh, but then I'll, I'll refine auditions with them like because throughout the process, the audio, it's not, it's not enough that the audio is great. That's that's one part of it, but it needs to be specific to gaming. It needs to be something that gamers can use at the table, and that requires a certain bit of panache that we have to work with uh, talent on. So, um, yeah, so I work with the auditions. I shortlist it, and then I uh, kind of present it to the crew in general where we fist fight for uh, which ones we get to choose that's going to be uh, part of the Battle Bards library. Perfect. So that, He's not lying. Cool. He is not lying. It does actually come down to fights sometimes. So we're going <laughs> to select. So the, there's uh, there's no, nobody's getting hurt. No broken arms, stabs through the belly, anything like that. Nothing like that, right? Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, there's a broken nose, but you, you couldn't really tell with Mike's face. But, that's, uh, true. That's, <laughs> that's true. No, but I mean, the the fact of the matter is, you know, when we have a short list, um, you know, it's it's. You know, that short list could still be about a dozen long. And when we go to, you know, our our group of, you know, dedicated players, and I've got two decades of experience, uh, tabletop gaming, Mike, I think you're coming with two decades too, and uh, so is kind of the rest of the people that we work with. Um, you'll listen to the tracks, and they're all of outstanding quality, and usually people will start backing tracks that for one reason or other really resonates with them. So, for example, when you're listening to the Halfling Campfire song, you know, when we're going through those auditions, what someone thinks of, what's iconic Halfling, they'll find in bits and pieces of, you know, various talents auditions.
discussions like okay well mike why do you like this one you know here's why i like that one and i mean it gets brutal kurt i mean we really you know when we really start backing uh one of these talents or one of these auditions it gets ugly because we just feel so strongly uh about some of these tracks and man i gotta tell you i mean the the quality is is really something else that's great i you know it's almost like it's almost like picking your favorite friend you know it's like okay i've got all these different things well you know of course i'm gonna say Hey, this I think this guy or this girl is the best thing for it, and you're going to fight to the end for it because that's your you know you think that that's the the best you can get out of your situation. So exactly, exactly, and you know having worked with the talent, usually it's about three weeks um, as we refine the audition. So there's I mean there's an insane amount of time. Uh, so one of the reasons why even being the audio director, I always make sure that you know, the ones that we choose go to kind of a committee as it were, is because I become very emotionally invested in a lot of these auditions. You know, I'm working on refining these auditions with a talent. So it is critical for me to bring in a lot of other seasoned gamers to help bring in a fresh perspective because I'm so deep in the weeds as it were. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That seems like a lot of pressure. I don't know how you do it. It's, you know what, man, it's both, the the hardest and the most enjoyable part of my job you know being able to work with this talent being able to work with talent that that gets gaming how rare is that Mm -hmm. how great is that when i can go to a group of talent be like all right folks we're working on a dark elf temple this time around and the fact that they dive into the source material too i mean the talent they'll do google searches they'll open books they'll get you know pdfs whatever they can get their hands on some of them just know it they're like yep okay the drow here we go i i got exactly you know what uh, what you're looking for i mean what an experience i i just can't be happier to be doing this as far as the gm side of my job um you know i like i said i've been gaming for um about two decades tabletop gaming in particular video gaming even a little longer than that and i tend to be the gm most of the time we've been running the wizard of the rose campaign uh for about five years six uh going on six years now and then before that, I ran another epic campaign that was about five years long. So, yeah, man, just, uh, you know, love gaming. We're, we're all gamers first, really. So this is just kind of kind of a natural evolution. Do what you love, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Alex, you've got to tell them the story about the, uh, the artist who we picked for the, uh, oh, what was it, the Drow Temple. He had sent you a message saying, or, or, or basically, he was like, I don't want to be known as the guy that does this kind of really dark stuff because Alex is just like, I want it darker. I want it darker. <laughs> it needs to be darker. It needs to be worse. Make it make it visceral. I want to hear. I want to hear those those pounding strokes. And I want to hear the screams. And the guy's like, I don't really know if I want to be known as the guy that did this. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of kind of funny how the guy just was like, Yeah, I don't know if I want to put my name on this. Like, it's just it's like ee. so it's it's funny how these artists love doing this and they love creating these. And I think it comes across with the audio that they do put quite a bit of, of time and energy into these, but I think also they're having fun with it. And they've said they love doing our stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was funny that Alex picked the drought temple. Cause the one, that was the one guy that said, I don't know if I want to be known as the guy that did this. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and Kurt Mike brings up a great point. I think one of the things that sets apart our audio um, from you know, and, and there's a lot of great audio services out there for gaming. There's a lot of really great talent out there. I think one of the things that separates at least Battle Bars from some of those is we just dive so deep into the reference material. Um, you know, uh, the example that Mike brought up, you know, Dark Elf Drought. I mean, look, these aren't like comic book evil, or these aren't like Disney evil. These guys really are, you know, an embodiment of wickedness of treachery um you know assassinations and you know sacrifice so when i was working on the creative brief i'm like guys you know we're not holding back uh punches here we're you know we're taking the gloves off and if we're going to portray drow the way that most gamers see him i'm gonna need this to be pretty dark i'm gonna need this to be visceral so in uh the art the, the talent that we selected at least for purchase with the Realm Sound project, which is the Kickstarter that we did before, the kind of like the precursor to Battle Bards, we, we went with the Electric Mike Orchestra, this great guy. 
who not only actually had elven lyrics in some of his works, but Asol also had a, a, a sacrifice during the Dark Elf Temple. And I mean, if you listen to it, guys, it is brutal. You hear a guy being stabbed to death by a rusty blade during the sacrifice. I mean, that's something you're not going to find in a lot of other places. And that's why he says, hey, man, I'm glad I worked with you on this. But, man, can I please not be known for the guy that does, like, this horrible <laughs> stuff that I have to take a really hot shower after after <laughs> I compose. Um, but, no, man, tons of fun. And, and um, just, just one of the aspects of, of this that um, we just we can't get enough of. Sorry, really long-winded answer to that <laughs> question, like, Kirk. Sorry that's okay. That. Again, it, it, all this stuff makes my job easier, so the more you talk, the better it is. Awesome, um, awesome. Well, you won't have a problem with us. Yeah. <laughs> you will have no shortage of talking on this. Okay. I've seen some of your videos on YouTube. I'm, I'm totally prepared for it. Sweet. Yeah. Well, just, you know. Well, with that, the guy that did the the draw part, did you have him do like a like a like do something with like a fairies or something? You know, did you get him? <laughs> did you get get him like maybe some uh, psychological help afterwards or something like that, just in case? You know. Um, yes and no. So I mean, <laughs> we have some great stuff coming that it's likely that he's going to be a part of. But if also, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he he also was the one that we selected for that uh, halfling campfire, that halfling song, nice. which he just did an insanely good job on. Yeah, he did halfling camp, very lively, very upbeat. I think that was before we crushed his soul with Dark Elf <laughs> Temple. Well, maybe you'll uh, learn from next time. You just do the do the do the evil one first, and then do the nice one. So then he's in better spirits before he leaves. Good advice. I, I will definitely take that into consideration. But uh, yeah, he did. You know, a big surprise. He he also did the track for Dark Elf City. Um, and and the great thing with Battle Bards is unlike Realm Sound, where we had to just choose one because of the budget. With Battle Bards, because of the way that we're rolling out the service, we're gonna be able to bring gamers the whole short list. You know, that whole list that was just as good as everything else, but. Mm-hmm there was a slightly different nuance or a different take on each track. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. We're having our cake and eating it too with Battle Bards. We're bringing that all in. So gamers are going to, you know, if, if, for example, uh, the Electric Mic Orchestra's, you know, take on Dark Elf Temple didn't cut it, there'll likely be three, four, or six, or however many other takes that are just as good, but go on a different stream, as it were. Nice. And and man, yeah, that's and that's basically how BattleBards came to be. Is because we're just like, if we keep doing this, you know, because we obviously we wanted to continue making audio. We're like, if we're just gonna make a round sound 3.0 and this that and the other thing, we're just gonna keep fighting over this track, that track, whatever, you know, over what's gonna win. And we said, why don't why don't we like try and come up with a way of just giving everything to everyone and everybody wins? And that's kind of how this whole thing kind of came into being perfect all right mike i think we let alex talk enough oh god so now i think it's your turn it is my turn it is my turn and uh so i am the uh, i share the responsibility of the community doing all the community stuff with ken ken is very good he's our twitter guy he's our facebook guy he is the go-to guy on that, and I cannot stress enough, because he doesn't get enough props. I don't think he gets enough out there, so I want to say a big thank you to him. He is a big part of our, our uh, work here, and he does do quite a bit for us. So, Ken, thank you. That's your shout-out. There you go. <laughs> we, we, we love you, Ken. Well, I, the- on the other hand, handle all of the videos, the in-person stuff, because I'm actually here in the United States. So uh, I go to the different... Uh, tabletop games that are out there and try and you know promote the uh, battle bards and let people know that hey there's audio out there you know this is how you use it in your game um in charge of the twitch channel and all of that good stuff mike also brings uh an eclectic background in gaming so he's a great compliment as far as the all the experience that i have in you know, playing uh, RPGs and playing games in general. For example, a great example of this complementary aspect is my area of expertise is PC gaming as far as video games go, and Mike is almost exclusively a console guy. The same type of thing to tabletop gaming. Uh, besides, I mean, we do heavily share uh, D&D, um, but he's also explored other gaming systems, whereas I've explored some other areas. So uh, great sounding board uh, when we're really making sure that we're extracting the soul of the track that we're composing. Perfect. 
Well, so so now that we've talked about you know what you guys do that do for this company and how you're developing it, how how did this all start? Where did it come from? Who's the first person to say, you know what, we need more of this in gaming? Alex. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I would say at least my introduction to audio and gaming, and, and I'll, I swear to God, I'll try to keep this short. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. We're 20 uh, minutes in. It's no, no worries. Don't worry about it. All right. All right. Um, so again, I, I've been running games for a very long time, long, long time ago, probably about five years into GMing when I discovered really the power of audio and gaming was, um, you know, we were teenagers, I was running a D&D game, we came back from lunch, way too much sugar in our systems, we're, we're bouncing off the walls, uh, and I had to dial my player's energy in. Uh, it was a dramatic scene, uh, you know, and it's just, it, you know how it is, right? Trying to dial in energy at the table when it's just way off the chart is really tough to do. So what I did was, uh, based on the scene that we were running, I started playing a track, the track called Revenge from Braveheart, which is, uh, just to give you a little flashback, it's that track that plays when William Wallace starts coming back into town right after his wife has been murdered oh, nice. on the stick. Yeah, so when, you know, and, and you know, we all watch Braveheart, and when that starts playing, on a dime, these guys' energy just goes from bouncing off the walls to, holy crap, something <laughs> major is going to go down because we know what that track means. And sure enough, and, and that's when I realized, holy crap, dude, I just had these guys going from just throwing soda at one another to at the edge of their seats looking through the character sheets as this NPC is walking through town. They're like, stuff's going down. Here we go. So that's when I discovered, okay, so audio is really, really powerful when it comes to this hobby of mine. Um, so fast forward, you know, many years, uh, um, you know, we're here with the Orange County Gaming Group in Southern California. We, you know, basically just a group of gamers that love gaming. And I, I, I've been using audio for a long time. But I, and I went to the group. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, um, I'm glad you guys enjoy my games. Audio is a big part. What do you guys think about finding some other people out there like us who love audio in gaming maybe we can put some money together and get some pros to really put some stuff together instead of me kind of you know going on youtube finding what i can you know royalty free audio libraries destroying my budget on buying every ost that i can get my hand on <laughs> my hands on um so they said yeah you know let's do it and that's how realm sound came along the realm sound project um you know really huge props to everyone in the orange county gaming group we all came together as a bunch of gamers bunch of nerds raised thirteen thousand dollars which was way more than we asked for and we put together some incredible audio in music, sound effects, soundscapes, monsterscapes, voiceovers, you name it. And then when that kind of came to a natural end, you know, I kind of got uh, some of the core team members. I'm like, guys, I think there's some legs to this. Let's go all the way and create an engine. This is very selfish. Let's create an engine so we can keep having this great audio for ourselves. Oh, yeah, and for everyone else as well. <laughs> and to do that, you know, you have to put a business together. You have to, uh, you know, kind of put a model together and... That's kind of how it, again, super long-winded. That's how it came together. And, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, go I'm ahead. Gonna expand, I'm going to expand on that. Oh, outside. God, yeah. So now I'm, I'm the guy getting in trouble, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, <clears throat> obviously. But the, a couple key things that Alex is kind of uh, curtailing here is it's not just audio that we're, we're doing. I mean, audio is basically our focus. But another thing that Alex has kind of struggled with is a interface. And uh, we actually created with the Realm Sound a soundboard where we kind of got in our feet wet with this to try and simplify or make it so that you don't have to have YouTube open, iTunes open, Netflix open, you know, and then as soon as you get to that critical moment, you have to switch over, and then all of a sudden it's a Geico ad or, uh, you know, some other insurance or, you know, you've got to learn about somebody's uh, football, fantasy football league or something like that. <laughs> uh, so it's it, it gets disruptive at the table. It really does. And it, it kind of takes that moment where the, you know, the adventurers are, they come in, they beat in the door, and all of a sudden they have to deal with this, you know, uh, little lizard talking for four minutes. And then, you know, because you can't skip those ads, which is stupid. But anyway, and then... Okay, now you can hear the audio. Like, guys, just wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. It's almost there. Okay, now this is what you hear. It, it's disruptive at the table. So we came up with a, 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 a soundboard to try and help alleviate that so that at a click of a button you can have you know, your audio set up and it just runs concurrently. 
Perfect. Yeah, so so Mike touches on a really important point. Any any GM out there that's really using audio and gaming, not just those ads if you're going online for content, but even if you just have your own audio library, if you want as seamless an integration of audio as possible, you're going to have three or four media players up just so you can kind of have tracks play on top of each other. And if if that just does not get timed really well, the energy from the table just drops to the floor and it's really hard to recover you know as mike said you know you guys are fighting the bbg you have this great cinematic kind of moment going and then you want to play a certain sound effect and you're like hold on guys all right okay there it is i mean it's it's too late so the other part of the formula is not just audio composed by professionals it's the tools to bring that audio as close to the gm as humanly possible and there's two major things. There's a soundboard, which Mike mentioned, which allows GM to organize their audio any way they want. So whether you're the GM that wants your audio based on the session, so you know what you want and what you want to have access to at that moment, or you organize your audio by category. You got your music there, your sound effects here, and you know however you organize it, that could be done as well. So when that game goes, you can layer tracks, you can play them concurrently, you can do whatever you want right there at your fingertips without having to have anything else open. The other side of that is the mixer. So, how cool is it that you're going to be able to, on the fly, without having a doctorate degree in sound engineering or whatever, you're just going to be able to click and drag, being able to layer these tracks, be able to put them together, being able to put a little space between them, so you could put whole scenes together. Uh, And what's even more exciting than that, and um, I start drooling because I just get so excited about it, so i got to wipe my chin, Um, but you could even start mixing with your own audio so if for example what i love doing is what i did a a couple weeks ago we have this great tavern npc voiceover and i threw a little Hans zimmer in the background from the two hornpipes uh tortuga from dead man's chest uh pirates of the caribbean and now i have this professional voiceover with Hans zimmer in the background which you're not gonna do much better than him and it just created that whole scene that i really wanted really upbeat really high energy for my party it just played out so so well so yeah so, again, I'm just taking up all the time because I just get so excited. <laughs> no worries. Okay, so you guys got your Kickstarter starting off April 12th, correct? Or 14th, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, sir. 14th, yeah. okay. Now, um, we've talked about this at length, and we've you've kind of hit some points and stuff like that. So tell everybody exactly if they're going to the Kickstarter and they're looking to help you guys out. What exactly does that entail for what they're going to get back? I know you said it's all about all the audio tracks. It's all about this amazing mixer. It's all about be, being being able to not only take the music that you guys have and and other other stuff like you know all that you know the voice acting and stuff like that, but you can also use your own stuff to integrate it into that mixer. Is there anything else that we're missing? Oh my gosh, oh, Mike, uh, you want to take a stab at that? Let me, yeah, let me start. I'll start this one off. Uh, we actually do have some very cool rewards that are going to be extremely limited. Um, like we said earlier, uh, our artists really do love this kind of stuff because it really is, it allows an artist to be an artist, and that's basically they, they get to get paid to do what they love. And I think everybody can kind of see that that is probably the best thing for everyone around. Uh, so some of our artists have gener- generously donated their time, and we will be offering customizable audio tracks for certain backers. Like, So very, very limited reward, but some of our artists are willing to work with people to create custom tracks. So th- that's some of the rewards we have. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, we, we got some of the, like I mentioned, some of the talent that we just keep going back to over and over, really just some of the best of the best out there. We worked with them and say, hey, guys, we want to blow this out of the water. Let's have an exciting pledge. And they said, all right, you know, so they're working with us and they're going to donate some of their work. Uh, and it's going to be super exclusive to just a very limited amount of people, which we'll get to decide what that's going to be, what that offering is going to be uh, for Battle Bards and can't be more excited to have that. There's As far as what people are getting, they're getting months of um, of uh, kind of membership to Battle Bards, uh, as it were, and uh, just a tons of tons of months, uh, depending on what uh, level you pledge. Um, also, more and more access to the service, whether that's going to be you know the mixer, uh, bringing in your own libraries, and that's going to be spelled out in the pledge. There's even a tier that's lifetime membership, which is super exclusive, and uh, you know really excited to uh, see how people respond to that. Yeah, and then just like neat little perks that when you have your pro. pro- Profile up in Battle Bards, you will be known as you know one of the founding members that you were there during our Kickstarter. Yeah, and then 
then also access to the Realm Sound audio that we did, in which we're going to be opening up that audio vault as well for those people that weren't able to join on that very early stage. Perfect. And then also keep uh, we we should tell everybody keep your eye open. There may see you may see some collaborations come around, and there may be some exclusive rewards with other Kickstarters. So we've been in talks with some people, so we may have some rewards out there that pop up. Yeah, yeah, really exciting. Uh, I think one of the coolest things that we're bringing back from Realm Sound that we're doing in Battle Bards, kind of a, a reason like why should I join now, is we're going to be opening up more than a few tracks to voting. That means, and, and I don't mean just voting for the, the exclusive ones. I mean just just tracks in general. If you're just part of Battle Bards in any way, um, as we're going to hopefully go through these stretch goals, we're going to have, for example, a music piece or sound effects piece that we don't know what we're going to do, and we open it up to all of our backers. That's all of you uh, that will send you a link and, a link and saying, all right, so what's, it, what's this going to be? Here are some suggestions, you know, and we're going to po- we, we post the results uh, and people had a great time with that on Realm Sound. We had some interesting surprises. Mike was really disappointed that gnomes beat out dark elves on one of those. A uh, little, little unbelievable, little unbelievable, but it <laughs> happened. It did happen. It was like by two votes, but you know, I won't bring that up. Uh, uh, so we're really, we're super excited to basically bring in gamers into the decision-making process. Look, we're, we're gamers just like everybody else, and we might have a certain style of play. We might use some mobs more than others. So we're, you know, we're not saying that we know everything and, and we know how games should be played. That's why we want you guys. Come and tell us. I want this. This is the audio you guys need to have. This is a monster that needs to be featured. You know, Why the heck haven't you guys done this uh, soundscape, this backdrop? You guys are idiots. All right, tell us. You, we're going to have that up for voting be a part of it, decide what we're going to have in this uh, huge, huge library. Perfect, perfect. Okay, a couple, a uh, few more questions that popped up in my head. Um, so all, all of the soundscapes that you have, all of the, everything that you have as far as music and uh, voice acting and stuff like that, it's all fantasy-based. So we want to make sure that everybody knows that this is all f- fantasy-style stuff for mostly D&D, Pathfinder, stuff like that. There's nothing like futuristic or anything like that, that it's all fantasy-based, correct? For now. For now. Oh, I like that. I'm glad I asked that question now. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no, great question, man. Um, so, yes, we. The, the thing is, you know, as we started moving forward this business, we did a whole lot of research. And like, like I said, there's a lot of great, great audio out there for gaming. But one of the things that we've noticed is what some companies or someone, some artists will do, they'll offer a little bit of one genre and then too quickly move to another. And I don't think that that doesn't sometimes do a genre justice. Sometimes I want to be able to go to a place, and if I'm playing a certain type of game, I want all the audio that anyone can dream up right there. So we want to make sure that before we start moving on to another genre, modern, cyberpunk, sci-fi, we want to make sure that we're doing credit to fantasy, that we offer enough of a base to get the fantasy players to have what they need to game. And not that we will are going to do like a hard shift to say, okay, well, we're done with fantasy, now we're just going to do another, another thing. We'll probably always be adding to that library. And by the way, we will always be growing these libraries as we go along. Um, but we want to make sure that we offer enough before we move on. And I think we don't know, we haven't officially voted yet, but sci-fi might be the next one. Uh, and I, nice. But I think modern might be a, a, a heavy contender. Nice. Perfect. Um, another thing I'd like to uh, I'd like to ask too is uh, is is I'd like you guys to pretty much pimp out your wares. So you know we've kind of described you know some of the stuff that's coming coming into what you guys are doing, Metal Bards. But what are some of your favorite things that you guys have in your library that would just draw people in, that would get people excited for um, uh, joining in with your service? Oh my God! <laughs> you know like, now. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you guys start, I'm going to put a time limit. <laughs> Please, you, you need to. You need to, man. I'm just kidding. You guys tell me exactly. You guys tell me exactly what you want to talk about. That you. That you. I mean, I, I'm sure it's your guys's baby. You love every single part of it, of course. But of course, there's going to be about five to ten favorites. So, if you guys Absolutely. can tell us a few of those, that'd be great. Absolutely, Mike. Mike, start us off, man. So, what are yours? So ten, ten favorites, huh? Ten. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a certain number. You can do whatever you want, Mike. I'm not gonna. You said five to ten, so I just went right to the end. What are your all-time? What are are your all-time? No worries. It's all up to you. Oh, oh my God, dude. Um, Well, 
I, I have a special place in my heart for the Eye Monster soundscape because that was my baby. <laughs> something that we did uh, on our own that was when we were literally putting our own money in to get this stuff done nice. when we had that audition i believe there were 20 shortlisted tracks wow. and we actually ended up picking up several other ones i think alex you bought one all yourself i had to greedy <laughs> i had to i had to dude that cost me a lot of money but but yeah, and, and so, yeah, we could not settle on one. Um, and I'm telling you, this is this is a constant problem for us, or has been. Just selecting one winner has been probably the most excruciating thing. But yeah, I think the Dwarven Temple tracks that we have are probably some of the best. because I usually play the, the tanky guys and it kind of changed my mentality when it's like, you know, normally the rogue will find the trap, the tank will step on the trap to set it off to take the hit because he has the hit points, right? Well, with having this, it's like, that's what it sounds like? Like, I'm eating that to the chest or torso, face, back, or head. Like, um, I'm going to rethink this. <laughs> uh, so it kind of... With the audio, it, it makes you kind of think a little bit more about what you're doing with your character and uh, his life expectancy and whatnot. But yeah, I, I think that's... Man, uh, the spells are fantastic. Um, the psionic stuff was absolutely a blast to make. Um, and, and I think we the ones that we got are the best. The, the mind one, oh my god. The, mind control, yeah. Mind control, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. The ectoplasmic is... <laughs> fantastic uh <laughs> you can just hear the all the sizzling and bubbling of the it the nuances of some of this stuff is just amazing and uh i i really have fun with it yeah i i could keep going but i i will let alex tell you his yeah no you covered some of the some of the my all-time favorites as well and by the way guys um if you go to our kickstarter page or even battlebar.com we do offer um a lot of these to be uh, to be heard so don't take our word for it Go and actually hear it, and I will go on the record in saying that as far as a comprehensive audio library that's right now catered for fantasy gaming, I will go on the record saying that I believe, in my humble opinion as a uh, GM and as a someone who's been playing fantasy games for a very long time, I do believe that we have the best audio for gaming in the world, and um, I, will, I will stand by that as far as how comprehensive this library is. Anyways, I think a special mention, uh, as far as the music goes, Druid's Grove uh, by artist oh, yeah. Richard Daskaz. Unbelievable track with so much emotion, so much of that druidic feel behind it with the, the forest in the background, the rain, the animals. Um, as far as a GM who's looking for a high emotional backdrop for a Druid's Grove, you're going to be hard-pressed doing better than uh, what we have here from, from Richard Daskaz. Halfling Camp, I mean, the lyrics uh, are just amazing. It really puts you in the scene of just being in this kind of happy-go-lucky, uh, kind of like Hobbiton. 
you know, the Shire from Lord of the Rings. I mean, that really comes off really, really well. And lastly, uh, Elvin Dirge by an artist that uh, we work with a lot, oh. Goof Parade, also known as uh, Mark Gillette. Um, again, I mean, that, dir- you know, an Elvin Dirge, so you have the Elvin culture. Uh, you have that kind of fantastic, smooth uh, nature to uh, to the elves that really comes off really, really well, and and just the sadness, the the deep longing, the I don't know, I don't know how else to describe it, just because it, it is so touching. Um, again, I, I love these uh, tracks, and I do try to um, I use them in my games, so I'm not just um, saying it as far as just someone who wants to listen to some music while they're on their way to work. Great gaming material. Sound effects, uh, Mike covered the spells. Spells are, are, are really great. Traps are awesome. Um, as far as you know, sound effects that you're going to likely just use all the time. So maybe, you know, not just are they high quality, but also usability. You know, weapons hitting plate mail, chain mail, wooden shield. Um, Not only is that, as their title suggests, you know, every time a weapon strikes a certain surface, but because these are simply audio sound effects, you could use them for so many other things. A coin purse hitting the table, uh, a club hitting a door. I mean, there's so much use you can get out of them. So again, as a game master who's usually scrambling for audio, um, great usability. For soundscapes, you know, the ice caverns, very unique area that has a lot of detail to it. Again, it thrusts you uh, into this environment. You're probably going to be reaching for a sweater no matter how hot it is just because it's that immersive. (laughs) For monsterscapes, I gotta say, the demon one is one of my favorites, and again, it's because it's so visceral. Mm-hmm. You can almost think of yourself in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom with some of these backdrops on there. Uh, although we didn't see too much, too many demons in that uh, film. I, I mean, <laughs> that's still kind of the impression of that creepy feeling mm-hmm. um, when he was in the temple. For voiceover scripts, Joe J. Thomas, I gotta give it to him. The Merchant script. Joe J. Thomas oh, did uh, the voice for Skeleton King in Diablo Three. Uh, oh, national man. working voiceover guy. Uh, absolutely unbelievable talent such great range and it's just so so fun so immersive to hear him um, as a merchant and then finally languages um, i'm kind of torn between the infernal and draconic language again we dive deep into the source material uh, and the fact that these guys were able to pull off these really hard made-up words i gotta hand it to them man uh i mean i guess that's why we work with these guys uh really really well done so uh kurt i think we kind of answered that decently well would you agree i think i I think you did well okay so now now i have a question about the whole draconic language so do it do it it. now do you guys is there a book somewhere that you guys have that's like oh these this is how you say love or this is how you say this or do you just say okay we're gonna give you i have a big pink pony that i love to play with and say that backwards and that's the draconic language how does that turn out Awesome. Love that question. Yes, dude. So that goes into the creative brief. All right. So again, when I say draconic language to someone, it depends on the system. It depends on their experience. So I try to bring in as much source material as I can, and I try to find some commonalities. Again, whether that's me on Google and finding what other people, what other gamers, what other groups out there think that the draconic language would sound like, whether that's me going to some movies and getting any little bit of piece of, of some draconic speech, opening up some of uh, the 3.5 D&D books as some inspiration reference material. So I gather some of the commonalities between them like okay look guys what i'm finding is from draconic we've got a lot of s's a lot of th's a lot of x's tons of x's and that's kind of going to drive some of the syllables or some of the enunciations and some of the intonations of the draconic language then to give my talent enough rain to take this and kind of run with it i don't give them any like specific script what i do is like okay guys i want to cover emotional states so we're going to have draconic, we're going to have angry, we're going to have happy, we're going to have commanding, we're going to have condescending, and so on and so forth. And I let the talent, based on the material that I'm giving them and encourage them to also do their own research, let them kind of slug it out. And then when I get those auditions, I will check to see how close that fits with this amalgamated research. And so, so that kind of explains why these tracks just, it takes so much time to do these, and so much research, because it has to be close enough where if i play this track i need the average gamer to go yep that's it that's that's what draconic sounds like or infernal or celestial or what have you because it needs to cover that wide range perfect perfect 
Sounds great. Okay, well, the last question I have before we kind of let you guys um, talk about whatever else you guys uh, want to pip out as far as your website and stuff like that. Can you, I just want, lastly, I'd just like you guys to just kind of tell people that are interested in this that maybe aren't very technological, technologically savvy, tell them about how they would use the mixer and these tracks to make something beautiful during their RPG session. Absolutely. Mike, I've been talking a lot. What do you think? You want to... Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, no problem. Um, it's actually our... Like I said before, we kind of dipped our, our toe into the pond, so to speak, mm-hmm. with our Realm Sound 2.0. Mm-hmm. Battle Bards, we've taken what we've learned and tried to build on that so that it is much more intuitive and very user-friendly. Um, for instance, it's, it's basically going to be a point-and-click thing, functionality. So if you want... This two seconds of a, a tavern keeper, you know, if you just want the hello of it, you can literally, you know, click, drag, drag your your track over, and you're done, and then hit play, and you're done. That's it. That's all you have to do. Uh, adding tracks is as simple as a, a click of a button, highlighting the highlighting the uh, track that you want to bring over to your mixer. Click a button. It it seamlessly brings it over. You can see that it's over there. And, you know, very, very user-friendly, interactive, click-drag functionality. Yeah, so as, as Mike mentioned, on uh, on our Kickstarter page, we have a little video where we, uh, or I, I kind of show some of the basics of using the soundboard and the mixer. It's using the Realm Sound soundboard, which is, you know, the Ballabard soundboard will have some more options, but essentially it's going to be the same interface. And like Mike, Mike mentioned, I mean, if you can click and drag, you could layer audio and you can create these amazing scenes uh, where the positioning of where you want a track to start is really simple. You just put it uh, based on, you know, on a timeline where you want it to go. Uh, mixing really is layering. You just put one, you know, so for example, yesterday um, I had a, uh, a great track from the uh, soundtrack Ice Age, uh, that, uh, that cartoon, uh, and then I recorded a voiceover on top of it. So and then I also had sound effects. So to put that scene together, literally it's, okay, I've got my Ice Age music in the back. Um, I've got my voiceover, which I want to start at 30 seconds, and it's going to end at uh, 45 seconds. And these three sound effects, I'm going to want that to play with a louder volume starting at uh, 35 seconds and another one at 55 seconds. And, I mean, in probably 30 seconds I have this set up. So when that scene came up the gaming table, all I had to do is press one button – and that whole scene came right on out perfectly. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I think we've talked to, talked about this ad nauseum, and it, it sounds great. I mean, I've, I've checked out some of the traps that you guys have let me check out, and you get, there's obviously some, you said on the website, there's some stuff that, you, that anybody can check out. Um, so, I mean, it sounds to me like you guys have, you know, again, you've worked on it for so long, you have a passion for it, so, I mean... How could you not? How could you not fall in love with it if you if if your RPG immersion and storytelling is a thing, is your thing? Then I mean, this just makes it that much more exciting. So I'm I'm glad you guys came on uh, to talk to us about it. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Is like the website or Facebook, Twitter, anything anything else you want to add? Well, I mean, you've you've been really kind with your time, man. I, I'd hate to, you know, we we can talk about this all day. Um, I <laughs> Literally, guess, yeah. I mean, I guess a couple things that I'll mention. Um, you know, for those for those of your listeners out there that maybe don't uh, play tabletop RPGs as much, um, there's actually a really interesting use of this audio in basically anything that's kind of a game that's fantasy based. For instance, for those of you who are really kind of on Kickstarter a lot, there's a great board game, uh, Orcs Must Die. Uh, based on the popular game that's coming out. And it's so weird when I was watching that video and I was watching how to play. I mean, there are cards in there that are the same name as the tracks we have. I mean, there's a spike trap. There's, you know, weapons uh, that are hitting orcs. There's, we have orc backdrops. I mean, if you even wanted to make a board game more immersive or just more interesting and more lively uh, when you're playing with your friends, boy, do we have tracks that fit into that perfectly like a glove uh even games like magic the gathering i mean if you're on your millionth session and you want to just try something new (laughs) we literally have 
no shortage of sound effects that are coming right from those cards. So that's something interesting as well. I don't know, man. As far as a sneak peek of some interesting stuff that we have in the work, uh, hopefully we get to unlock some stretch goals. But for the MFG cast uh, listening base, uh, we got some really interesting stuff that we're hoping to unlock. And as far as a sneak peek, we're hoping to do a volcano soundscape, which I'm really, really excited about. Uh, and as far as this, you know, really specific and, and really diving deep, I mean, we're, we're going to be doing a ton of the general, most commonly used, uh, you know, music and sound effect needs. Uh, but as far as some of the specific stuff, one of the ones that I'm most excited about is a Bardic College score to kind of really give that fantasy feel of what it's like to walk into a medieval fantasy Bardic College. And I'm just super excited about it. But Mike, I think I've just destroyed uh, our time to shreds. But anything else major that I missed? Uh, I think you're, aren't you also equally excited about the Monk Monastery? Oh my god, I so am. Uh, yeah. I so freaking am. You know, I, I want to, I envision like the deep Tibetan throat singing combined with fantastical elements of like, you know, Pathfinder D&D and, and this stuff. And I've got so many ideas and I have so much talent that I want to work with that I think is going to knock that out of the park. But again, I know that's super suspe- uh, uh, specific. I don't want your listeners to be like, well, come on, man. When am I going to use Monk Monastery? You'd be surprised, by the way, because again, one of the focuses when we're making the audio is, yes, we do have a specific need for it, but it also has to be flexible enough to be used in a lot of different settings and a lot of different backgrounds so um that is a major point in these creative briefs by the way and i'm glad that kind of mike brought that up but super excited about it um and i, I can't be more excited also about what voters what our backers are going to decide and they threw us some really interesting curveballs last time and can't be more excited to get your folks uh in and voting and let's see what we're going to do yeah that's perfect and you know and i think i think you kind of touched on alex that i think um is a is a good point you know just because you have these tracks and you think of them as one thing, that doesn't mean that that's how they're limited. You just have to use, you you know, with any RPG, you're using your imagination. So, of course, think of other avenues you can use them for. You know, you can, I mean, like you said, not don't just use them for the RPG, RPGs, you can use them for a game. You can use them, say you're doing something for a class project. You know, say you're doing something to scare the shit out of your your sister. You know, you, there's lots of different ways you can use this stuff. It's not just it's not just a one trick pony. There's lots of ways to do it. Just just got to use your imagination. Okay, Kurt. Wait, if you're uh, doing like the Dark Elf Temple to scare your sister, dude, that's <laughs> that's really messed up. Well, you know, I do I do like to make her cry. So you know. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. That's, oh my that gosh. is awesome. Well, yeah, again, guys, it's a little unbelievable. But to to go uh, to keep going on this, yes. um, we actually do have a video series that we were starting to put together. Um, you know, beyond the title, where we do show people how to use our audio in other ways, and then we've been doing those a little bit here and there. But we did actually get some questions about audio and gaming, so we kind of switched to answering those questions so look for those videos coming out pretty soon on our youtube channel okay and what is that uh, under audio and gaming okay perfect and yeah then, so we have two video series so yeah audio okay. gaming is in post uh we did a couple videos for that but what's out now is uh beyond the title which okay. is under i think it's still under the orange county gaming group okay uh channel and, and exactly you know it's so creepy it's so weird that you brought that out because that's exactly the whole theme of that it's like all right we got all this audio what else can we do with it Mm-hmm. Don't. Who cares what the title is? Let's sit down with some players and some gamers and see what else they. What do they think? And I think like Leanne, which is uh, uh, one of our just an awesome players at the Orange County Gaming Group. Uh, you know this neat idea that that I could, did not even think about is like we have this um, stone skin spell effect, and she's like, you know what? It sounds to me like those are skeletons coming together rising out from the ground and we're like holy crap it does. <laughs> um, so there's just so much you could do with this stuff. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, I think we've done our we've done our due. <laughs> and then some. I'm sorry, man. No it's, per- no, it's perfect. You guys did exactly what we asked of you, and I'm sure everyone's going to be excited about it because just I mean I could have stopped you anytime I wanted to, but everything is golden. So thanks again for coming on. It was it was well, a pleasure. But- Thank it's you, our, our, our pleasure, man. Thanks so much for having us. If there's anything you guys need, have any questions, please, please reach out. You betcha. We'll tell our listeners to do that also. And um, like, I, like, like I said before, 
um, April fourteenth. Look for it on Kickstarter. Get this thing going. Let's you know. Let's see what we can do with our games and other and, you know things otherwise. You know. So again, thanks yes. a lot, guys. Please help us get to sci-fi faster. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where nice. I want to go. There you go. There you go. More more money equals even more stuff. That's right. Exactly. Yep. That's yep. right. Thanks everyone. Thanks yep. so much, yep. Kurt. No problem. Thank you guys. fly singing that you were doing on some of these play on podcasts with the unlucky bard holy crap dude that takes a crap ton of freaking courage man shit good freaking job man i don't even think i've ever crossed that line it's freaking awesome well you know what's funny too is like when you do it with your friends you're like okay well this is easy because it's your friends but then when you put it on there you're like oh jesus you know i'm like i don't I don't know if I want anybody listening to this, you know. No, but... man, it was great. Oh, dude, man. I think most GMs like me would be like, dude, I can't do better than that. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> well, the, the funny thing, the funny part of it, too, is, you know, at the time we were going to have like four or five people doing it. And then everybody dropped out and it was just me and Mike. And I'm like, okay, well, it looks like I'm going to have to be at least four or five, you know, real players in the game, you know, and... Yep. I felt so bad for that bar, dude. Holy <laughs> I mean, I, my my heartstrings were pulling. I'm like, dude, either someone needs to just put a dagger through his brain and put him out of his misery, or or some that curse needs to be broken awful fast, dude. Cause, but no, no, seriously, dude, kudos to you. That's that's really something. That's something that I do not see many GMs taking that kind of courage to do, dude. Nice, thank you. It's funny because that's the thing I wanted to do because I was like, well, if I'm gonna put something on that you know i want people to hear i was like i have to do something that not a lot of people do and i was like you know what bards are really hard you know not a lot of people go that route and if they do they kind of half-ass it or they just go well i'm kind of a bard but i'm kind of a badass i'm a rogue bard or something like that you know and it's like so i want to do do something a little different 